It's Halloween, and that means it's time for Saw 4. This is the Bro 4 Squad podcast, <laughs> where we're just a bunch of bros drinking beer and talking movies. As is tradition, I'm the Mayor Jeff Hornacek, joined by our legal counsel, Ronnie Cycli, to continue doing our movie commentaries on all of the Saw movies. And as we mentioned, this is Saw 4. So, Ronnie, before we dive in, uh, our movies are, are at the 17-second mark. Lionsgate is on the screen with the orange background, so get your DVD, Blu-ray, I rented it on Amazon, get synced up with us. And while you get there, Ronnie, Jigsaw and Amanda are dead, so this should be quick, in and out, just do the autopsy and we're done, right? Should that be Yeah, good? it's going to be a nice little video. It's an instructional video they actually give to med school students on how to perform autopsies, so I'm excited about that to learn, because I've obviously never been involved in the you know, medical industry, so I'm just happy to be here. What if it was just like an eight minute, they do the autopsy, like, well, ship shape. Uh, thank you guys for coming in. <laughs> Students of John Hopkins University, and then they like go back to school. <laughs> like, I actually wouldn't even be mad. I'd be like, that's such a creep. You know, yeah, you, you, you earned my $7, because I learned a lot. <laughs> Call your wife. Honey, the movie's out. She's like, it's been 20 minutes. Yeah, I, I'm surprised this but I have a lot of cool med-, med school credits now, so that's great. <laughs> I think I might, yeah, this might be good enough for a three-hour course. All right, we are going to press play on Saw 4 in three, two, one, play. So I was about to just start talking there about, one, this is crazy to me that we're already in our fourth year of doing this. Yeah. You we know, did the we, we did in New Jersey, remember? You had that's visited right. Me. Hoboken. Where are you no, at? No joking. Um, so I'm assuming everyone listening to this, watching the movie, obviously we're going to spoil it because you've hopefully seen it before. But as far as... If you're t- starting at Saw 4 for some reason, then I would love to have a conversation with you. Actually, yeah, please reach out to us. I have so many questions. <laughs> what led you... How do you make other decisions in your life? <laughs> but as far as twists go, you and I were kind of at the point where we're like, all right, we're looking for for the twist is this guy someone else or you know timeline wise this one was i think for the first time since i the second one caught me by surprise but this one is in terms of like shock factor in the theater was probably the most comparable to the original for me but what what i love about this one i think we're going to get into a lot is we walked into this one after the third one i think we acknowledged on the last commentary that we were it didn't live up to as the surprise of the first and second one. The third one did have a little disappointment to us. And we were wondering, you know, obviously they killed Jigsaw. We got a little dick there. There we go. Um, and we didn't know where they were going to go with this. We thought maybe it was ending as a trilogy. Uh, we kind of felt like it was a lackluster ending. But when they announced Saw 4, we're like, okay, what the hell are they going to do? You know, they're just going to have someone else be Saw. That doesn't sound interesting enough. And I remember you and I walking out of this, the movie and being like oh my god i did not see any of this coming they redeemed everything this movie made saw three even better and it was a unique perspective because not a lot of sequels and especially one four movies deep can do what this movie did well so saw three ends with jeff taking like the circular saw to jigsaw's throat and i remember you and i like we knew i think this movie was greenlit even before saw three was released Actually, I'm almost 100% sure of that. So we knew we were getting another one. And I remember the internet at the time, like movie chat forums were not near what they are today. But I remember people talking about like ways that Jigsaw could have survived having his throat slit like that. And of course you and I were like, 
We're, some of them we were like, this is insane. But we didn't know if they were just going to steer in to know he's no longer around. And actually, one of my horns fun facts, this is according to IMDb, uh, this scene, the autopsy scene, was actually supposed to take place at the end of Saw 3. Oh, interesting. Like, I, it this almost is a better work. I agree. And, and if it was going to be in Saw 3, it would have had to be like a post-credit stinger because Jeff and um, I can't remember... What's his wife's name? The the surgeon who gets kidnapped. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name. But that reveal is like, even though it's not like mind-blowing, it, it would have been like a hat on a hat to put this at the end of that. Darren Lynn Boozman, the director, said right. that they, would have been they wanted... Credit scene, but they probably won't. Sorry, I think we cut each other off. I was going to say, Darren Lynn Boozman, the director of this movie wanted uh this the autopsy scene here to be extremely graphic to sort of separate this from like the uh lapd or like nypd blue shows that you see where they have like an autopsy and they're like he died of asphyxiation he wanted to be like really graphic well exactly and uh i just want to say you know this i i love that because they they left it off where like okay then you had the people writing on those message boards is he still and somehow, you know, and you worry about a, a horror franchise, especially going this deep. And do they go supernatural? They go to a paranormal. Oh, he had a twin brother. Like, Ugh. you know, get to the ridiculousness. And, and we know Saw is a little ridiculous, but that's what was that. That's what makes this one so great. So right at the start, they're like, no, he is dead. And here we are going to show you his literal organs. He cuts and, up in the stomach. He's like, I think I want chili for lunch. <laughs> How could you do this for a living? I don't I mean, honestly. Like, you would just be so desensitized. There's an intern just throwing up in the background. He's like, it's not worth college credits. <laughs> Why did I sign up? This is volunteer. I'm not even getting paid for this. What if this is like an eight-track tape, and they're like, thanks, Jigsaw. Now all we need to listen to this is a fucking time machine. It's just Tom Jones for some reason. He's <laughs> like, hello, this is my favorite musician. Yeah, what if, oh. what, if, what if the message is really just him like, look, I, there's just some things I need to talk about. First off, jazz is not dead. <laughs> what? When do we get to like the murdering? This is also, I mean, it, it, again, I remember, I think you, you were right where they said they had greenlit the four. I mean, the fact that they continued this three slash four movies technically the seven was supposed to be the last one but they obviously continued with their main character being dead and, and yeah saw drops off a little bit but they still did it to a, a decent amount of perfection of having a dead main character three movies in and still five movies later they yeah they did a i mean the apprentice like in hoffman obviously is is a great device to keep it going but they did an incredible job of keeping tobin bell and jigsaw somehow involved in the franchise and even like the lowest po- i think for me the low point of this is it saw six where it's basically like the insurance psa i think it's saw five actually okay Which it might be six i can't remember no you know oh, I mean, five I mean, is where five that. become one i actually love saw five mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that I, that's a good one for next year but yeah six was the only one where i was really like eh could do without this it was a little yeah he like almost at one point breaks the fourth wall and stares right at the camera and says fucking health insurance <laughs> companies i'm like i agree jigsaw but is this the best approach this garrett here definitely cleveland browns fan definitely been in the dog pound at some games he's like stitch my eyes shut if i have to watch fucking tim couch start another game for my team i was gonna say he'd be thankful for this moment who would you rather be here um 
I'd rather be able to see. If you wake up and don't know where you are and you can't see, that's going to be tough. Ugh. Both God. are great. Now, are we, based on, like, <clears throat> future involvement, are we just to assume, with what we know now, that Dr. Gordon probably did these surgeries? Yeah, I think so. I think that's how I understood it. Because they had to have someone with precision, right? I would imagine. And I think that was a big reveal. Uh, obviously, we spent seven movies getting to. If we really want to make it biblical, there should be a third guy with his ears sewn shut. And he's <laughs> like, well, this isn't really affecting me. Uh, yeah, I can I, still shout. I don't know if you're responding. but I guess I haven't been like, the, yeah, I can actually still kind of hear you guys, if we're being honest. I don't want to make you feel less bad about your situation. Oh, I, the, him trying to open his mouth just makes me cringe. You, and again, no matter how good or bad these movies are, you just have to give props to the creativity. I think we've said that every time. But oh, yeah. how, how are you in a room where you're like, hey, how, what's the craziest way to kill someone? Like, I like to think... Who doesn't have puts, that conversation? When he the puts these traps together, that he has like his whole creative marketing team for Jigsaw come in and we have a pitch meeting. Yeah, you can't just have one opinion. No. That's how dictators rule, and we don't get the best ideas when that's how things work. Do you think the intern who brings coffee to the meeting is like, oh, I have an idea, but he's too nervous to speak up? Yeah, but finally he's like, Greg, why don't you voice your opinion? He's like, oh, I don't know. I think everyone's right. <laughs> he's like, what if this fall the theme is, and bear with me, <laughs> vegan? All of our traps are green. Oh, it's I don't it's know better that. for the environment. It's 2005. I don't think people are going to fucking understand what they're talking about there. Did, did it take play, by the way, in this one? Did I, I miss that? I didn't have any subtitles. Now that I think about it, though, my subtitles have not been... Okay, get I off. I did the same thing. Came up. Um, this is one of the rare traps. Very, very rare traps. It looks like it's taking place during the day. And are we at, what is this, like a, a morgue? Like, are those bodies that would fit That's in that? That's what up? it looks like. Yep. Okay. How does, how does he even get in there, in my opinion? <laughs> He's got to have a lot. If you're Jigsaw Man, your Christmas card list, you, you got to, because you need a lot of favors. Oh, his mouth. Oh. Is it gross? Ugh. Soft four. Remember Why didn't he be- just do that? He, he waited to kill the guy before he opened his mouth. Symbolism. <laughs> one thing you can say about the Saw movies, they've had a lot of different directors. This is one that actually this is the first one, Lee 1L, who played Adam and wrote and co-directed the first one. This is the first one he had no involvement with. But they all have a very, very similar color palette, like this lighting right here. Yeah. Which this- is interesting to me that this was the first one he wasn't involved in. And considering... The connection, how we've said this multiple times, three and four are the same movie, right? And that's a, and, and like and that's why this makes three better, like you said. And it's so that's why it's talking to me about there was a disconnect in terms of the involvement of producers and and writers. And they, they I mean, maybe they had the plan story, you know, storyboarded, but um, you know, it's impressive that they were able to keep that continuity here. I do like, too, how the Saw movies, so much of them are told from the police's point of view, because it helps us feel the t- twist, because, like, the whole t- really one thing you can say about the cops, for the most part, they don't do, like, really stupid shit. 
Like when they were storming the building in Saw 2, I was like, I would do everything the same way you guys did. And they still, you know. Which is a compliment to Jigsaw because he really, I mean, it shows that because he's not just a killer. He's obviously brilliant. He's an engineer, but he studied their practices. He studied their, you know, what they do culturally. And so he, that's how he was able to anticipate every single movement. And it doesn't make it an unrealistic horror movie in that sense. It's like saying, no, this is what they're going to do 99% of the time. So I'm going to be prepared for that. Like when he had Donnie Wahlberg there, he was like, Yankees are better than the Red Sox. And of course he just freaks out and fucking kills him. He just knows what kind of reactions. David Ortiz is overrated. You motherfucker! And starts beating the shit out of him relentlessly. <laughs> now this I did not see. I mean, they, they, they kind of, and maybe this is to do with your point earlier about removing the, you know, original producers and writers. They just, I mean, she was a main character in the third one, and they don't, she doesn't give any screen time here. Yeah, well, so this is kind of the first hint that this is happening concurrent to Saw 3. Yeah. Because yep. remember, Amanda like puts her in the trap in like the first probably fifteen minutes, where her ribs get ripped out. Now, granted, yeah. there's rats here, but them them finding her like the movies. If you were to play them side by side, I'm imagining the run times are pretty close too. Like these mm-hmm. events are probably happening close to the same point, you know. How how amazing would it be? I don't. Th- I mean, if you literally could start three and four at the exact same time, and they meet at the exact oh, same time, and they cool. and they. I don't think that's happened, but what, imagine if they had done that. I can almost guarantee you someone out there has made an edit where they probably spliced the two scenes in oh intercutting. I mean, it takes away the twist if you watch it that way, but it's just kind of genius. Speaking of the twist, so Darren Lynn Boozman is the director. Boozman, nice, I'll drink to that. Um, <laughs> according to IMDb, he was originally not in. He's, he, so he had produced like the first, not the first one, but I think the next two. So he was involved with them. And he was originally not interested in directing the fourth installment, but producers persuaded him to read the script anyway. Boozman decided to take directorial duties when a plot twist in the script took him completely by surprise, something he thought impossible after being involved in the Saw series for three years. So it had to be the timeline, right? I have to imagine at the end he's like... Because I think... And again, these are made so quick that like for them to actually take... like any sort of fan sentiment into like consideration for writing the next one is really, really hard. But I wonder if the third one, they were like, all right, people were a little underwhelmed with that twist. So let's have this one directly connect to it. But that's what's so hard because, and I mean, and you know, this when you're producing movies, pre-production, you know, this is, these are coming out a year at a time. Yeah. Pre-production is already happening. If not filming. Oh, they're basically, yeah. They're like filming by the time the previous one is released. Which is which is crazy to me to say, you know, maybe, you know, maybe there were some adjustments um, in terms of the reaction to Saw 3. But, you know, for the most part, it feels like you have to be so prepared. And, and, and I mean, the fact that they kept it going for seven movies made it feel like maybe they just didn't care what the fans are what, was going to say, because they knew they were going to make the, make plenty of money off these movies because these were low budget. Let's be honest. Um, Scott Patterson is as Agent Strom, love him. He's, of course, in Little Big League. He's the pitcher who, we've done a little Big League commentary, where his excuse for not trying is that he's a free agent at the end of the year. I'm like, (laughs) so you don't want to get paid. (laughs) 
I actually had a fun fact. Let me find it. To your point, Cycli, about production for this movie. All the Saw movies are made, like, so expeditiously. It's, like, unbelievable. But I had the exact timeline of how long this one took to make. I don't want to misquote it, though. It was filmed in 32 days, according to IMDb. That's that's unreal. I think the first one even had a shorter... I want to say the first one was, like, 18 days. When, when you watch movies like this... Again, no one's sitting here telling you it's an Academy Award movie or, you know, the because this movie definitely lacks in the acting category. All of them do. But, you know, to entertain us, and we always say this, we will pay, this is worth the $7 or $5 back when we used to go, to go to the theater, you know, and to do this in 32 days. And, and I've watched movies that were filmed in less that I enjoy. And then you watch these movies that take two years to produce. And hundreds of millions of dollars, and you walk up and be like, that was dog shit. Like, what the hell were they doing? Okay, Avatar <laughs> 2, by the time it comes out, if it ever does, if you find this in a time capsule Jesus in 2044 <laughs> and it still hasn't come out, and James Cameron's like, I'm close. That There's going to be taken, five of them, though. <laughs> they're all coming out like in the same weekend. That movie's taken like seven years to come out, and it could, I'm not saying like, obviously it'll have visuals that blow your mind, but. Like narrative, story-wise, like this is fine, man. This this scratches all the itches for me. Exactly. That's why what somebody say less is more, right? Like you don't need to go into everything as big as possible to give an audience or a reader something that is entertaining and that keeps them wanting more. And and yeah, like I said, what, what how the first movie, the first Saw movie, is you know consensusly, I think everyone always talks about how amazing it is. I mean, was that even million dollars? I don't. I really don't even know how much it was. I just know it was one of the biggest percentage gross, uh, uh, you know, made movies ever because of how low budget it was. Right. The crazy thing about Saw, especially if you're a cop, like you're. So they're all they're all very obsessive. It's it's a little bit too stereotypical to be honest. But when you go home, bro, you are never fucking safe. Like, the odds of someone being in your closet with a pig mask are very, very high. No, no thanks. That's always, both of us, the pig mask is the worst. I also, I think there's still a big difference, even though I'd say this did redeem the third one. Um, Story-wise, not not twist, not taking into consideration the twist, because the twist is so much of what Psy is. I enjoyed this story more so. Uh, the third one in terms of his you know his obsession with solving crime it was destroying his family whereas the third one I just never felt like he was just this angry drunk dad who abandoned his family because his son had died I don't I don't know I, yeah. I, I related to this story a little more in terms of just you could see his inner struggle and maybe he was just a better actor um, but I just enjoyed this aspect of it. Larik Ben as Rig is awesome he's kind of been in the background for a while so I'm glad he got his play here and it's interesting too because he's like dude like he was talking about math he's like he's missing detective russell's dead like i'm the last fucking domino standing and i ain't no bitch and again that's what we feel at the end of this one like okay well who's next in saw five this is the first one that we really get like kramer's backstory because that's what uh strom is like digging up right obviously like yeah jill tuck here played by betsy russell who's awesome in these movies and this is the one we, yeah, we finally find out about her, the loss of the baby. Um, yeah, the Cecil arc. Yeah. I believe that's this movie, right? Yeah, I know Cecil is in this movie because there's a scene where Jigsaw, like, chases him through some street parade. 
and the theme of the parade is like the year of the pig. Oh and yeah, and that's where is. it starts. Yeah, no, that's I think that's again. This movie was Saw three didn't have that dynamic. Didn't have didn't give us the background. Where Saw one and two were just intriguing on their own merit. And Saw 3 was so focused on one individual, it, it just didn't carry the weight. Where this one, now we learn oh, more shit. about who are evil. Yeah. Okay, so right there, she asked Hoffman, boy, do you have a boy or a girl? And he's like, girl. But he's really bringing that stepped animal to Jeff's daughter, right? Oh, my God, yeah. Remember, she's like locked in the fridge, yep. whatever. Yep. But we still feel like this is later. Someone walks in your house, dude. That's what I look like when I sleep, by the way. I'm just that ripped. When I lay down, I have a six-pack and pectorals, but any other time. So, like, if you no, have to see in the dark asleep, then. Yeah, it sucks. Like, anytime I stand up or put clothes on, it doesn't look like that. But when I'm alone. Uh, see, we're in I've, the theater. I've... We're like, we know what's happening. Like, I'm already shitting my pants. Why does everyone look? I just What I do is I go lock my bedroom door, and I put, like, I would put my mattress against it or something. I'm like, I'm not going out there. So is this, and again, I know it'll explain at the end, but is this Hoffman right now? I think it has to be. Because Amanda, Amanda gets Lynn. She kidnaps Lynn Denlin, right, from the hospital? Yeah, and I think it's something to do with Amanda, you know, wouldn't have the strength to take him on just in case something happened. Yeah, I mean, look at those traps. Like, no one can. Could pick up the fucking house if he wanted to. Ugh. It's like slow and casual. Oh yep. No. Well, I mean, they're refinishing the house, so hopefully he didn't fuck anything up when he was. I always feel like refinishing the house makes it more scary too. <laughs> it's just like have to have that aspect thrown on. You can't just have a normal house. Now that I know the twist, there's a lot of hints. Like, right there, Hoffman was clearly in the lair where he kidnaps Lynn with the pig mask behind him. But they play this off like he's just investigating the case. Like he's calling Rig. But, I mean, even in the sense of everything we're watching right now, you still feel like this is just a continuation story. And that's what I respect about it. You can watch this movie in two ways and just, like, on its own, it has a good twist, and, you know, he has an intriguing storyline. But the fact that, you know, this is happening to Jeff literally at the same exact time. Yeah. And they're both, like, individual stories in terms sense of, like, they're both going through their own shit. But, uh, yeah. Ugh. I think I read in my fun facts, I'm, my phone is four inches from my hand, so I'm not going to look it up. But Rig is the first person in a jigsaw trap that actually could just walk away if he wanted. Which is which is beautiful. Because uh, but he knows it goes he back cause, to because he's so obsessed with the case, you know. It, that's the predictability. So I mean, it goes back to everything we say about the Saw movies. If you just do what he says, literally, you'll be fine. Yeah, but it's like the people he gets, they're the, their own worst enemies. Though they can't fucking yeah. do that. They're his case in point. You you why would you ever trust someone who is kidnapping you or torturing you or playing games with you? You wouldn't. But I just I just love that aspect of that. He's like, no, hey, you don't want me to kill you? Oh, hey, your son is in a safe place. Just talk to me for 12 hours. Let me find my fun fact about Donnie Wahlberg, because he was in this movie. Okay, though, produ- 
Though producers wanted Donnie Wahlberg to reprise his role, his schedule made him unavailable and his character was not included in the original script. However, after shooting began, his schedule freed up and the script was rewritten to include his character. Oh, interesting. So I think he had I a bigger role what they were than no role. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, too. Would they have maybe just made another of his partners maybe that character? I'm actually, so I know in Saw 2, like, Rig, Larique Bent, the, the guy we're looking at right now, he's on that SWAT team with him that invade the warehouse. So is Detective Russell, who got her ribs ripped out. So, yeah, they could have gone, like, a lot of different ways. With this trap, look, I know we always debate which is the most painful. Having your, your hair, like, in whole, like, okay, plucking one hair out obviously doesn't matter, but every single one of these chicks' hairs is, like, on this crank right here dude i can tell you right now like my wife likes to pluck my eyebrows and she will tell you how much of a wimp i am just like plucking one eyebrow out of my head and i always tell her look if i'm drunk you can do it because i can handle a little more i can't i I, yeah you're exactly right this would be horrible this would be horrifying i can't handle that i think jigsaw got this chick though from dollar beer night at the copper penny so she (laughs) might be like yeah fuck it I'm into wild stuff. Is this chick uh, like a prostitute that he put away or something? Yeah, I are have they all? subtitles on, but I'm not really paying attention to them. See, I don't oh, feel yeah. like she deserves to die. <laughs> That'd be really funny if she was wearing a wig the whole time and Jigsaw had no idea. And it just like falls straight off. But she's, she's so like, oh. committed to being a blonde. She's like, no, no, this is real. <laughs> it's hair. real, I swear. He's like, no, but you will die. I, well, I don't. It's in my natural color, so I honestly don't know what to tell you. Okay, well, you're going yeah. to die. Are you getting like? I'm surprised they didn't get Paris Hilton. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Nicole Richie. This is the type of movie Paris Hilton would have done, though. Dude, in a weird way, though, I could see Paris being like, "I'm above that." Or like, but Paris, but you're not, though. I'm gonna do that Wax House movie. Was that what she did? That one movie was it Wax House? House of Wax. Come on, House dude. She's wax. an artist. Jesus. <laughs> How silly does Wax House sound? I'm sorry. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that, that movie sounds stupid. <laughs> House of Wax, much better. Did he get that gun out of the Yeah, no. Did Jigsaw I, let him have it? I think Jigsaw let him have it. I, I don't know. There's so many of these traps that I... I really don't know which one is the worst of me. And that's a compliment to the creative writers, honestly. One, uh, maybe around, as we're recording this, guys, it is like early summer. Um, so even though we're dropping this at Halloween, uh, eh, gross. Nope. Mm-mm. Ugh. Oh, a number. Yeah, there's always like a code on it. So hang on. Oh. As, as your head gets ripped in half, I just need to see, is this a six or a nine? But Wait, we is it my be- perspective? Is it... <laughs> There's so many ways I could go with this. 6-4. He wants me to play the 64. Wow. Oh, God. I'm, I'm holding my head right now, honestly. It's painful. I have, uh, but I was going to say, we should do an episode where we rank like our jigsaw traps. Holy shit. I bet you, I guarantee you, yeah, we could find a list of all of them. But I want our list, the correct list. Oh, no, I'm saying like find a list of what they all oh, are yeah, and yeah. make it, yeah. Oh, yeah, she attacks him. Oh, yeah, that's right, because her thing says, like, you're racist. Remember? 
Yeah, like she has to kill him. Yeah, he told her there was like a knife in the. Oh my god! Why is that already blood? He's like, okay, I, I didn't have time to wash. <laughs> I didn't know I was having guests over. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like I'm confused. Didn't I just save your life? Now, what would happen? Does she have like a the bullet collar on? Like, what would happen if she didn't try to kill him? I think she was just. Hold on. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember at all why she's trying to kill him. He's like, look, I hate to do this, but like, if you know a guy she, can't take the. Does she think he did this to her? Oh, God. I feel like <laughs> she had a tape, I thought. I think I'm like 10 seconds ahead of you. Oh, okay. I hope yeah. I don't have the special director's cut again. <laughs> Actually, well, when I was renting this, there was a director's cut that was three minutes longer. I was like, God, that's the one cycle he has. I know it. Where are you at right now? Uh, he just found the G on her knife. And now he's listening to her tape, and it's like... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're still like... Yeah. That is the yeah, yeah. knife. If you don't understand, we were watching Independence Day... And I found out that Horns was about eight minutes ahead of me at one random point. And I realized I had the director's cut and he did not. Cycle is a bit of a cinephile slash movie snob. <laughs> and of course, as the Independence Day director's cut. We're rolling Obviously. Brick, <laughs> Standards. Really dives into. <laughs> I will pay the two extra dollars. <laughs> Roland, what's your process here? Well, really, I was just thinking, let me blow shit up as much. Shit. All right. What are you seeing now? Uh, really well lit, like green light behind Hoffman. Now it's him and uh, Matthews. Okay. Okay. The ice block is melting. Definitely in the same scene is what I can say. <laughs> He's got the boot on, obviously, yep. from when he destroyed his foot to get out of the chains. Ugh. Hoffman has his white the... panties in his mouth. That's not even part of the trap. He just showed up like that. Have you seen the background, like, where they show back in the last movie? No. Okay. I think I'm about No, I'm ahead of you. Hoffman looks like he's been, like, drinking for 11 straight months. Yeah, now it's him. Walking okay, now hall. you're in the back. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, and right, we're good now. Amanda, again, like, I know what might, some people might be like, oh, that's a cheap shot. But if a guy can't hit the inside fastball... That's where you got to throw it. Look, who wrote the rules on cheap shots? Hey, man, let's going to fight, and I want to punch you as hard as the face as I can. But, dude, hey, don't hit me in the nuts. Yeah, like, come on, man. No. A lot of I want to fight. If I'm going to fight you, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Everyone jumps out. Surprise, Detective Matthews. Like, what the fuck kind of party? <laughs> this is your birthday. You weren't expecting it, though. No, but you actually broke my leg. I mean, which would be very much, if you haven't seen the movie The Game. That's very much what happens. That's true. In that movie. It does get pretty intense. <laughs> Once a week, he gets Popeyes, but no biscuits. Oh my god! Well, it's not even worth it. Yeah, he's like, just kill me now, man. You think I like their fries? This is kind of sadly the story of the cops when they're chasing Jigsaw. They're always like one step behind. And but they always think they're on time. They're like, oh, we got this. Jigsaw has to have like a Walgreens or CVS membership card. He gets so many photos developed. 
<laughs> what if that's what broke the case? It was like some CBS guy was like, hey, um, this guy literally comes in every day with pictures of random people. Um, and they all end up dead on the news. I see them two weeks later. Yeah, um, so, so I feel like suspicious. He was asking me how to get the USB to work on the printer, and he's so old he couldn't figure it out. So I've been helping him, but he's definitely murdering these people. I, I think that's the biggest thing is Jigsaw's an old person who can somehow figure out technology. Well, he's got Amanda. She's probably like, try out, click on options. <laughs> Preferences. Preferences. <laughs> left click. Yeah, left. So there's two clicks on the mouse, right? <laughs> oh. Oh, man. That's been so real throughout the time of COVID with my parents is just trying to help them with, oh my with gosh. Uh, every yeah. app. When I do Skype with my mom, it's like her screen freezes every i don't know i had to help my mom do zoom with the client of hers in spain so that was fun yeah zoom i don't know we, that's a whole different podcast yeah black like <laughs> there's like semen all on the wall they're like also why does rig have cum on the they're ceiling like, is it is it semen is it blood is it urine like i kind of hope it's urine at this point strom is like that's definitely semen I'm like well how do you know that i just <laughs> he like Call it a like taste it. Mm, I yep. know that smell. I smell that smell every day. What? Vince Vaughn has a line in the watch where they find like this alien goo and he's like squishing it in his fingers. He goes, it's oh not God. cum, but it's definitely cum-like. I remember that. The cum-like substance. By the way, I'm going to give props to Jigsaw for outkicking his coverage here. Definitely, dude. Jill is a fox. She's like, dude, I am so sick of being at the police station every four hours because my husband murdered someone. Can't you just fall in love with a murderer? It happens all the time, okay? Didn't they divorce before all this, right? I mean, yeah, like when they lost the kid. Well, that's why she's literally like, dude, I've been here. Like, I basically have a, like a timeshare here. It's like, what question haven't you asked me? She seems thirsty, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, at this point, she's like any new cop in the force she's interested in. It's a good cop, bad cop. I would love to play good cop, bad cop. That'd be so fun. <laughs> Which would you rather be? I, I would love that idea of us switching throughout and confusing yeah. the hell. <laughs> like, at first, I'm like, hey, man, come on. Like, just here, I'll get you a Sprite. I'll get you some coffee. We'll do whatever he says, man. He's such a jerk. Just, just make him happy and then... Two minutes later, you're being nice. Oh, I'm screaming at him. He's like, I don't know what's happening anymore. This Who do is I the trust? Dude, this is the dude whose mouth was sewed up, right? Mm -hmm. Fucking yep. James Blunt with the beanie on. It was because um, I always loved. I, did we? We never got any more Zep, obviously, and that's no, why I love that aspect. Oh, so creepy, dude! Him being in Gordon's daughter's closet is like the first time. That I remember being in a theater viscerally feeling scared as fuck. Yeah. Like, as an adult, at least. That's what I've always, um, you know, found interesting about these movies. I've never fundamentally found them scary in the sense of, like, feeling, you know, nervous throughout. There are scary scenes. Don't get me wrong. It's absolutely a horror. But that's what's so impressive to me about the Saw movies. Because I love horror. It's one of my favorite genres. But I've never, you know, afterwards we can talk about it and discuss everything. You know, it's very different than, like, watching the movie, like, The Strangers, 
you know, where you go home and you're laying in bed and just feel like, oh, my God, that can happen to me at this point. It's the creativity and the story yeah. for me that drives the Saw movies. Strangers is a whole nother level of fear that I'll never be able to fully articulate. All right. So very, very seedy motel. Did we we think that the Saw series takes place in like a sort of like a pseudo Detroit, right? Yeah, it's like a once blooming economic industrial city that has met a lot of recession and like a place that batman would work in because there's so many abandoned warehouses it's like a little ridiculous yep but this motel like you walk in that dude's obvious at the front was obviously strung out on heroin this i believe the manager is like a serial rapist if i remember yeah he's a pedophile i think yeah rapist i think he is the first victim of jigsaws that i have zero sympathy for I remember that. I'm like, if yeah, he's not okay. the first, he's definitely like the one where I don't feel anything. Like Rip is fucking, and Rig just I don't know. It still kind of struggles with it, but yeah, I mean, like obviously, I don't you know wish death upon anyone. Even if you're you know a criminal or done bad things, that's for the state to decide or does you know you know whatever. But like in terms of just like for me, when it comes to like children and rape, I'm like, no, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, it's tough for me to sympathy for you <laughs> like so oh you're a prostitute and kicks and crimes right? whatever yep that's right what if he's like dude i'm kind of digging the pig character i made up a whole backstory for myself but he's like man i'm jewish come on dude like this is not i'm kosher. a jewish vegan ironic i know <laughs> i'm a jewish muslim vegan like wait, wait. <laughs> like, i keep adding work. extra layers i know right <laughs> let me workshop this hang on let's riff a little bit Rig, you're get, really getting too into the community playhouse theater. <laughs> Look, Jigsaw, I know he's an intellectual, he's an architect, obviously a very smart man, but she is way too hot for him. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he is, what, 20 years older than her? I mean, it feels like that. Maybe he just, you know, it's the stress of being a murderer. But he's not actually a murderer, one, I'm sorry. He's one never crazy thing about the Saw series, like pretty much everyone in the background here pops up at some point also if you're eight months pregnant don't break up a fight at a rehabilitation clinic yeah (laughs) know your situation that this is what changed everything like the next you know that whole story it's true cecil jigsaw like based on his logic he'd actually blame cecil for all the murders but he but again He's never killed anybody. That's my favorite aspect of him. I'm not a murderer. They choose their decisions. They make their own decisions. Yeah, it's like they just wake up that day and decide. <laughs> Scott Patterson is so good at this, though. Like, the manipulative douchebag cop. But, like, there's something endearing about it. You're like, no, keep talking. Go on. He's, like, <sighs> jacked up Jason Lee. I mean, he. I've oh, always thought he looks looked like exactly like. I never even realized. Right? Like, and they even keto sound, Jason Lee or something. He has like lettuce wrap, no bun Jason Lee. Because I always feel like he looks like he, he's always seemed familiar to me. Like I see him a lot, but he's in Gilmore Girls a lot. Oh yeah, that's right. Because that's not my favorite show. <laughs> But cycle, you have all the DVDs behind you. No, I, I bought it to be ironic. 
Okay. You spent $78, ironically. <laughs> yeah, man. Commit it you to don't? the gag. Oh, God forbid I actually commit to a bit. See, so we're talking about it. Perfect. This is great. You can murder so many borderline drug addicts here. I know, right? Also, there's a, a pretty big age difference between... And I know love knows no age, but... He's, I mean, Tobin Bell, he, was he here, like, 65? Yeah, maybe maybe I cut out, but I said that a little bit ago. I was like, she is, what, 20 years younger oh, than him? Sorry, I didn't hear that. No, no, I'm so sorry, Maddie cut out. But, uh, yeah, I was like, she is, what, 40? And he's 60? The cl- this is what's crazy to me. This Look, I love Billy. He's iconic. You never could give that toy to a fucking kid. No parent would let you no, give that to a child. No. I mean, dolls in general are in general are horrifying to me. Yes. Why are you doing this to me? I don't know. Maybe because you've raped like every child within a <laughs> mile radius. Okay. Well, I mean, that, that makes sense what you're saying. Also, can this guy have a little more professional respect? Like, he's working and he's just wearing a wife beater. It's just lazy. I mean, I just love the epitome. He's like, hey, we're at a shady motel, so I'm going to sell it. I, this is what I wear to work. <laughs> you know, I a lot of people say, dress for the, the job place. you have, dress for the job you want. Well, I'm inverting that. Yeah, this is where I'm like, yeah, nah, this- bro. All right. It's a little fucking... Jesus Christ, with yeah. like 50 girls? I'm guessing these are all patrons of the hotel. Yeah, either way, I'm just like, I, I felt, because everyone else, like, especially in the third one, you know, or the second one, they were gangsters or they were drug addicts. And then the third one, it was a drunk driver and he's like, he was taken out on the witness. And look, and yeah, the are they bad people? And all that. Yeah. Are they shitty people? Yes. But I'm like, okay, they don't need to die. This is the first person I'm like, fuck, I don't have zero sympathy. Now, now I'm not telling people to go out there and do this. Yeah, don't blame the bro for squad if you end up chaining. But this guy, dude, I could see him like somebody comes in and he has like a chick with him. And he's like, hey, I'll let you stay for free if you let me abuse and rape that girl. It's like, yeah, because, you know, he doesn't get any. You know, and so, he's going to blame it on women not liking him when I'm going to be like, dude, hey, stop wearing a wife beater. Take care of your hygiene. Take a shower. And well, maybe they'll talk to you. Why wouldn't they like you? You seem like such an upstanding person. Can only it's the woman's fault, Ellen. man. I'm not the problem, clearly. <laughs> so, so he makes him strap himself in? This one yeah, is- yeah. And again, I th- I can't I think it's the next because at the very end of this one we find out Hoffman is part of it. So it's the next one we see him like Hoffman set up all these traps, right? Yeah. And supposedly right. in Saw Three, the letter that Amanda reads from Jigsaw tells it's him telling her about Hoffman, right? That's so right. You're, you're yeah. not like my favorite apprentice. Oh man. This yeah, that video, like, yeah, he feels it. Yeah. Yeah. I could see, and I think a couple of the Saw movies had this problem, none of them for, like, this, like, graphic, like, rape scenes, but the MPA, I think a couple of times, like, dude, this is NC-17, you gotta fucking change this up. We can't give even give you R. They definitely pushed the boundaries. 
you have to. I mean, you can't have, I mean, it's torture porn for sure. And, you know, I wonder what the boundaries are. I've never, I would love to be in the room when they decide the ratings and say, oh, if we had only done this, that would have made it NC-17. One thing I've always wondered as this horrible scene happens is a good time to sort of divert uh, the discussion. I've always wondered, like, how much back and forth do they get? Like, okay, let's say you send the MPAA, like, your rough cut. Or do you just get sort of like a perpetual, all right, change this, you send it back. Okay, we still need this change. Or do you get, like, one chance to edit it, and they're like, then we're going to rate it. We're not going to give you, like, four or five. I think, honestly, I think you get a, as many changes as you want because until it's distributed. Because I know but I could just see movies that I've seen that I was just going to say, I see the MPA getting, because obviously, like, the director is going to try and keep as much of what they filmed in yeah. as possible. So, like, I could see, like, the MPA sends this back. They cut up, like, a four-second scene, and they're like, dude, no. <laughs> what? No, no, no. <laughs> you cut out the opening introduction. Um, okay, well, you weren't specific. I Well, no, we were specific. Okay, well, we didn't read it that closely. Well, if you're like, oh. I was testing to see if you actually watched it. Because I know there have been some movies that, you know, say, oh, it was sent back. It was originally given an NC-17 and then got the R or adjusted. So I know there is some back and forth. But uh, and it, it, it would tell you, like, you know, if you ever go abroad or, or talk to anyone from another country, they, it's always funny in, in our sense. If you say the F word, if you say fuck like two or three times in a movie, you get an automatic rated R. But violence yeah. in this country is kind of, you know, glorified in a sense that we're we're more worried about sex and, and naughty words than we are about violence. So I love that if you said fuck twice, it's rated R. But you can have a whole movie of just torturing and killing people. And you're like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, we're prudes. I mean, that's not a surprise to anyone. As you know, when we were in Europe together, we were watching the local news, and the like, weather lady had no shirt on. <laughs> we're like, oh, that's oh, just yeah. normal here. <laughs> Would the principal or someone not see him shushing this girl? Like, Right. Ugh. Let's just look at him. Look at a fucking scumbag. This is the only time I'm all pro-police brutality right there. Let's go. Fuck him up. Again, not, not actually condoning everyone. <laughs> I don't know. This old white guy kind of feels like he's untouchable. Jill's been stirring that coffee. You can actually sip that. It's like, well, actually, it's cold now. Can I get a new another one? This isn't a fucking coffee bean. <laughs> like it's a little lukewarm, and no one likes like either make it cold or make it hot. You just cannot have it in the middle. Well, that's how coffee is, though, right? It's piping hot for eleven minutes drinkable temperature for 45 seconds and then like and then done no i have many times just added a ton of ice to just get cold coffee this is a scene honestly too um obviously this is not a jigsaw trap but the scene of it we're about to get is one of my hardest to watch yes. uh, when cecil 1, comes back in oh this chick is in saw too she's in the house she's the drug addict yep Yeah. So one of the things it's a little bit of retroactive continuity, but again, you make a move a series that spans you know seven films. It's kind of hard not to do that. Um, But they did mention briefly earlier someone had like a 
either a textbook that John had written or a book about him, but he's like a, I think a civil engineer or mechanical engineer. Yeah, I think he said, yeah, yeah. So that explains like probably a lot of the like work done on the trash. Like, well, how the fuck could they get like a system like that? God damn it, Cecil. It's perfect for, you know, again, when, when you get Dr. Gordon involved and when you have the, you know, he's a civil engineer and then you get a doctor involved and it's just like, it is a perfect concoction of uh, doing what they're able to do. And a cop, obviously. <sighs> Cecil. What the fuck? He wants, like, drugs or something that they have in yeah, the hospital? Yeah, yeah. Just leave, Jill. Fucking. God damn it. Uh, yeah, not. Oh, I hate that. I hate mm-hmm. this so much. Like, and and the, even Cecil, like, even he is like, oh, I fucked up. When you get a drug addict to be like, oh, no, I, I really. Yeah, if a guy up. like Cecil's like, you know what? We we made some bad decisions tonight. And at the time, you're like, you know what? Maybe rehab is a good choice. And John, and again, I mean, your mind goes to a place that I could, I hope that none of us ever have to worry about. But I don't want to say he blames Jill, but he kind of blames Jill, right? If I remember the way he responds to this. Yeah, because she was trusting and giving to them and always giving them second chances. And Cecil specifically, like she opened the door for him. Like, first of all, Jigsaw, what kind of father are we going to be? You're 800 years old. You got, like, five years to give to that kid. Ugh. But she kind of, like, she's mad at him for something, too. I feel like I can't really remember. I think, yeah. I think, I mean, understandable in a sense of how many relationships go through. You know, like, it, it, like you read about, like, all these traumatizing things that happen to couples, like losing a child, losing, you know, going through something. And it that it makes them, like, fa- like fall out of love. And yeah. it's understandable, oh, yeah. to be honest with you. Now, I wouldn't say that usually it resorts to one of the partners becoming a murderer. But, you know, it's their own. Well, this, I mean, if you needed a better backstory for, like, why he believes what he believes, you'd be hard-pressed to find one. Because he's like... yeah. No, you can't help them. Like, you doing them favors? Like, fucking Cecil. He shows up and kills our unborn child. What we need to do is get them to, like, the brink of death. What I I was about to say about 10 seconds ago, and this is another compliment to how the the filming structure of these films, that transition, they went from Jigsaw back into the police interrogating room, is fantastic. Now, like I said, that was like 20 seconds. But, God, I love it. I love the way they filmed these. And another thing, too, this is a theme. I know it's in Saw 2. I don't think it's in Saw 3 as much, but it's in obviously this one, and I believe 5, where it's the five must become one. But sort of the cat and mouse of, like, the cops are always just, like, 15 minutes behind, you know? Yep. I think it helps with pacing so much because you're like, this one's even different because we're actually seeing the traps happen right before the cops get there. Whereas in some of the other movies, they're like, we're kind of piecing together things from their point of view. But this one, you just feel the chase. Like, yeah. Do we, and, do we, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and again, the thing with Rig, he could walk away at any time. But like you said earlier, the reason he's in the trap he's in is because Jigsaw knows he won't. I mean, he could literally just, I mean, there's no gun to his head. Like, and the difference is like, 
the first one, the second one, and the third one, they had no option but to go. Right? Like they they were they were literally stuck right. in their situation. They're, They're literally the house. Rig could go he, get shawarma right now. Oh man, I would love a tasty shawarma right now. I actually had a shawarma yesterday. It was so good. Uh, but but like for real, like that's why again, like what I love about this aspect of why this one felt different but still the same was the fact that he literally could have just been like gone to the police station if he wanted and be like, Hey guys, this is happening to me right now. I'm being tested by jigsaw, but he was so obsessed and, and, and jigsaw knew it. And I think it's easy for us in like 2020 vision to be like, Oh, well, that's what I would do too. Dude. These people have such specific personalities and obsessive personalities that they would exactly do this. And we all know people who would do exactly this instead of doing what they should do. Well, the problem, especially with Rig, like he's seen all his other cops die. So he's like, well, if I die, like the life he's living, he's like, this is not even that fulfilling. So if I happen to die in pursuit of Jigsaw, then whoops. Like they're almost kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? They're almost like masochists. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm so empty and hollow because of what Jigsaw's taken from me. Let's just fucking end it. Plus, I just lost. The Jaguars didn't cover last weekend, so what are we even? <laughs> what kind of life are we preserving? First of all, why are you betting on the Jaguars to cover? That's your first problem. It's like they were getting ten and a half points at home. Like, <laughs> why is Eric Matthews in a prison jumpsuit? <laughs> I just realized that he soiled his other clothes. <laughs> He's like, well, I mean, we're going to have to make you look like a prisoner. He's like, well, come on. I have a couple overdue library books. I'm not a saint. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking lawyers, man. They're the worst. Are you also a doctor? You can walk right in. Fractured nose, cheekbone. <laughs> I forgot that he was. I, I remember. I remember him being the guy in the room, but I forgot his backstory, too. I forgot that he was the uh, principal's lawyer. This guy just looks scummy. You, anytime a lawyer has those pinstripe suits and the massive tie, like, you just, like, that's just asking for it, man. He's you get, like, you're getting... We need to wrap up this meeting because I actually have to go fight Dick Tracy in about 15 minutes. But he's a 1940s pulp detective. Yeah, I said what I said. <laughs> have you ever, since you actually are a lawyer, have you ever had a meeting with someone that had those suspenders on that Hoffman just had on? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Damn it. I would, I would make me so happy. Otherwise, you walk in like, well, I must already concede, as Obi-Wan would say, the high ground to you. <laughs> I will walk in and give them everything. Like, you win. <laughs> you win. We're not really win. negotiating from a level playing field here. I don't think this is fair. I was, I was watching something. Maybe it was a Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode yesterday. They were, like, they were talking about bringing – oh, yeah, Terry, like Terry Crews' character was literally talking about trying to bring suspenders back and talking about how belts suck. I was like, I could get on board. Yeah, to me, like, suspenders just seem like we're such an elongated way to keep your pants up compared to a belt. But for some reason, in wedding photos, they look great. <laughs> no, they do look good. Yeah. If, we're, if we're just talking pure function, it's like we're bringing so many other Absolutely. But in today's society, that's the only time you see them is weddings. And they look good. I, w I won't disagree yeah. at all. All right, I'm going to go pee, so you... 
keep this thing afloat for like a minute and a half. I'm, hey, I'm rooting for it. A minute and a half, P. That's a, that's big time, man. Well, I might grab a beer too. I don't so okay. soon. Jesus. <laughs> I just wish I had a butter that could I could pay for a minute and a half. Okay, so this one to me, I don't know. Again, I think he has some easy choices throughout this whole thing. Obviously, he's determined to go uh, and do what Jigsaw wants from him. But this is another one where I felt like it was an interesting trap where the principal is obviously a scummy fucking child predator. But then you get the twist that the wife was aware the whole time of what her husband was. But, I mean, I think it drives a real conversation in the sense of, was she a victim too? Was she scared of him? What power did she have? Um, and it does drive a dialogue, which is crazy that a horror franchise, of all franchises, give you, you know, conversations that lead to this kind of thing. Or saying, do you sympathize with someone who feels a victim to a predator when they, when they maybe could have done something to prevent it? So I don't I don't know where I stand to be honest. Uh, I don't feel that much sympathy to her, but it's hard to say what I would feel in her situation. And this is also a very very shitty way to go. Long and drawn out. Ugh. Now if I'm her, just fucking kill him. What does he offer you, right? How much love do you have for someone who's been abusing you this whole time? I do appreciate that she actually shows some... She does show some strength here. And that's probably the first one I would go for. Nope. I don't know about you guys, but I do not do well in things pointing in, coming in and out. Fuck. This is the one where they're all yeah. set up on specific pressure points, right? Yeah. Yep. So that's she, right. She, I'm sorry, I missed the beginning of this. So she can take them out, but they'll kill him, right? <laughs> yeah. So what I was, I was talking about to myself was, you know, I, I again, I said this, like, I appreciate the dialogue, these movies of, of all horror franchises that like, you know, she's obviously a victim of her husband right? in terms of abuse, but she also was aware of what person he was. And I was like, I feel sympathetic to her, but I also don't at the same time. And I just love that a movie like this drives that. So what is rig? Like, what is Jigsaw's instructions to him? Does he just have to watch? And I think we're like... about to, we're about to find out. Yeah. Do you think Jigsaw, like, with the tape recorder budget, he's, like, tells Amanda and Hoffman, he's like, look, I need you guys to bring these back afterwards. We're not we're not made of money. I'm going to be honest with you. Also, honestly, how many takes does he do? <laughs> That's the, I feel like he's really efficient there. I mean, you, you, we all send Snapchat, so oh, he's like, how many times do you reshoot it? <laughs> he's like, oh, come on, Jigsaw. I love it up. I got that. Unique I'm New now York. brown cow. Unique New York. <laughs> Blah blah blah. You can. There's no. They, they, he got it in one take one time, and he was so fucking pumped about it. 
But he he's like, realized he, was, he didn't record like, it. Let's give me some options, though, you know? Let's do a few more, just in case. I think we got it there, but... So this is the school where that guy is the principal, right? Yes, he is, yeah. And actually, if I remember right, I think it's Saw 3. Is it Saw 3 where that dude is, like, chained up and has to rip the chains out of his skin in the school? <laughs> That's the, I think that's the beginning of Saw 3 or 2. Yeah, it's 3. It's 3 because it's when Amanda didn't give him a fair chance. Oh, yeah, that's right. Classic Amanda. Fucking Amanda. It's kind of her problem. You know what's weird? So the actress who plays Amanda, let me look it up real quick as I plug in my laptop. I, another weird thing about this, like even Tobin Bell, who plays Jigsaw, incredibly talented actor, might have been typecast, but I haven't really seen him in anything else. By the way, I, really quick about Tobin Bell, I because like we said, we were filming this in early September, sorry, early summer, and uh, we've been in quarantine. I just rewatched all of Seinfeld, and Tobin Bell is actually in a Seinfeld episode, and oh, he's yeah. yelling at George. Yeah. He That's, yells at George. I, I vaguely remember that. So Shawnee Smith plays Amanda. And I actually think she might be in Seinfeld briefly, too. But she was on uh, the show Becker with Ted Danson a lot. Oh, I remember. I never watched Becker, but I remember that being a thing. Yeah, she was probably in. Uh, well, I can look up it up exactly. What year would you think Becker was? Early 2000s. No she basis in, a, in that. She was in a... You're right. It was from 98 to 04, so pretty much that exact time. She was, in a, she was in 129 episodes of Becker. Oh, there were that many... See, that's the thing. I never saw that show, but I remember it being decently, uh, you know, popular. I so. mean, that's got to be like every episode of Becker, right? Oh, right, like, fuck. That was an intern. That was definitely an intern. Yeah. For, for, uh, for any show, as we know, for any show to get to the, you know... 100 episodes that's a major deal so becker did it good for that i have no idea what becker's about to be honest our podcast hit 100 episodes how much money did we make just on syndication rights now you know like that 34 cents it was it was crazy that was a crazy night i like to brag about numbers (laughs) but the party we had that night you guys had a party i wasn't there what the fuck uh, Brian, Brian no. told me Banner said you guys weren't celebrating. It was a private. It was like a real. It was like a religious. Oh, else, oh you know? okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. Okay. Actually, that, no. Okay, I'm not mad. I know why we didn't invite you. We had guac, and I know you don't like avocado. Oh, um, yeah. No, no, that makes sense. Okay, I understand. <laughs> okay. If I the the any detail. Room, any room that ever had this, I would be like, guys, I don't care what the fuck we're getting paid. There's a doll. There's a seance. This is Satan. He's in this room right now. Like, what are we doing? But again, I love it. It's like what we just said about the recording. When you're setting this up, do you close the door and like double check it? Like, is it good enough? I don't know. Oh, maybe I'll move this. The angle isn't good. Maybe add another candle. <laughs> it's almost like a director. Like, you need the studio to take the movie from you at some point because you'll always yep. be trying to make small edits. You know? Yeah. It'll you're, never be good. <laughs> and you don't want to be surrounded by yes men. You don't want to be George Lucas on the prequels. This uh, this was the one where I I remember getting really pumped hearing this one. Hang on. Oh, I remember. Yeah, she gets. Oh yeah, come I think gas is her. <clears throat> you know what's crazy? I know. I think we might have talked about this on the Home Alone movie commentary. Check that one out. Which, Fuck by the his way, uncle. 
We still need to do the second one. But the tape recorder he has in the second one, they actually turned into like a huge marketing tool. I I had it. Did you ever have the tape oh, recorder? I, I had one, but I had the Red Ranger Power Ranger logo coin on it. It was so badass. Damn. Could yours... Um, so the Home Alone 2 one, as Agent Perez dies in front of us, of course. The home, the home alone two one, you could like slow down your recording. So you yeah. Sound. Did the Power Ranger one have like a feature? Maybe I think so. Like I remember using it to like, because I was like eight years old, I would use it to like spy on my sister. Nice. <laughs> and I, it obviously resorted in nothing. I, I ended up recording her for thirty minutes practicing the piano and being like, "What am I doing with my life?" Like yeah, you could have just sat there and listened to it. No one's really keeping you. From... Yeah, I was like, ooh, I'm going to catch her doing something bad and turn her in. But Jigsaw, I mean, in the Saw movies, I feel like there was some marketing. To, again, I know that, like, the demo that watches this movie doesn't exactly buy merchandise, but they could have done something with his, like, tape recorders. What the fuck are you saying about Saw fans? You're saying they don't buy merchandise, huh? Calling <laughs> us out. Prove me wrong. <laughs> you poor fucks. Dude, honestly, shit. okay. Let's be real, though. If you're Donnie Wahlberg, and I'm not going to sit here and act like this guy, like it gets to pick his roles that selectively, but your work on this movie, and I know it's only a 32-day shoot in total, but all you do is show up. He has hardly any dialogue. You're pretending to be choked. I mean, this seat looks miserable. I honestly want nothing more than to find out how much people get paid for certain scenes. When I'm watching movies and, a, and an actor has a cameo and it's, he's in there for five seconds, I'm like, how much did they get paid for that? Honestly. And, you know, how much did his filming was probably like, what, three or four days max? Because he's yeah, doing man, the same I, thing the whole time. Well, the way this stuff is shot, like, they probably do their block. They probably don't even do their blocking. They're like, hey, man, show up. We're, we're going to have four cameras on you. We're going to get yep. a couple takes. Make so they don't even emotions. do this. They, no, they don't do the stuff where a guy comes in and they're like, you know, the cinematographer will work with you for four or five takes. Donnie Wahlberg's like, I don't know if you know this, but New Kids on the Block has about 11 casinos that we need to tour in the South. I literally thought you were about to say, New Kids on the Block have a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. <laughs> and I think it's why. Hey, we buy for the joke, summer. but summertime by them is a fucking banger. It's the first time I heard about Abercrombie and Fitch and all of a sudden everyone was wearing Abercrombie and Fitch after that song. I thought song that was came. LFO that sings that song. Is it not LFO? I don't know. It's, it, it, it's, it's LFO. L- yeah. Okay, you're, so we're both right. It's LFO, but they're singing about New Kids on the Block. Yeah, they say New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. <laughs> also, there's a sexual tension right now between Jill and Strom that you could cut with a butter knife. And she like acts like she doesn't like it, but she totally is into it. That's your stick, dude. Like, we, everybody sees through it. There's, is there only one lawyer in this town? He's pretty busy. Like, why is she using the same lawyer the the principal used? Yeah, is he like her divorce lawyer or what? Yeah. Or or did she wait? Did she drag? You him? didn't see him sitting in the chair right in front of you. <laughs> oh, hey, you you come here, you're here. What's up? So, yeah, it, it's her lawyer. I'm assuming. I mean, it's been a little bit since I've seen it. And, 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 and impressive work for this guy to be, and as a lawyer, I can say this, to be crim defense, as we saw him a, a few scenes earlier, to be a defense attorney, and now he's a divorce attorney. 
Well, Cycli, if I can go back to our good friend Brendan Steer, writer director oh. of Velocipaster. Of course. What is the main the main character meets that chick, and what is her law degree in? Pre med law. Pre med law. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, you actually just... can't you can't get a versatile degree. Absolutely. If she can Who... be pre med law I? and a prostitute. <laughs> Who am I to question this? Did we ever ask him about that? I don't think we got. I it. don't think so. I don't think so. We <laughs> had so many questions. I was like, "What is?" Pre-med? I think we both had twenty questions like ourselves, and we knew we could only <laughs> probably only get eight. <laughs> and he, he was so cool, dude. He probably would have talked to us for another hour. But I'm oh like, yeah, she go. My favorite thing about that is uh, if you haven't seen Velocipaster, wrap it, watch it. But uh, we ended up having a conversation with him for so long. He actually had a Q&A session with the movie that night that he actually slept through. <laughs> and we kind of felt guilty. We don't know if it was our fault. I think it kind but, of was. Uh... I remember us texting the other day, and I was like, nice Gordon reference here. Is this the actual footage? For, not this, not the scene of him with the steel bar, but where he's sitting in the car? I think that's from the flashback in the first one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is. So the cancer diagnosis happens after she loses the baby, yep. right? And then he tries to kill himself. So he's lost a baby that he was 80 years older than, and then he gets cancer. <laughs> I mean, she looks good, man. Like, look at this outfit. Yeah. Okay, so I, I was kind of talking over, and by kind of, I mean completely, but the lawyer and John are business partners in some big real estate deal. And are all those buildings that end up being undeveloped, again, Softfield, I feel like they have done a pretty good job of covering their bases because are those like the buildings that he ends up trapping like tap and sing in in the beginning? Yeah, yeah. So he has like a nice knowledge of the inner workings of the architecture. That's right, yeah. And again, another impressive dot on the resume for that lawyer. So he's now a business transaction lawyer, uh, criminal defense and divorce, so. What can't this guy do? I can't wait to see his commercials. Wait, Cecil smokes? I thought he was totally sober. No, man. Come on. He should know smoking is bad for him. At least get the gum, you know? See, I love that we're watching. We just missed it. But, like, he's actually he's listening to his recordings. He's slowing it down. (laughs) He's like, let me add the bass line. Yeah. Like Dear Slim, on, uh, yeah, I was just about Mr. to make I'm exact too record. good to write you back. I'm like what? I can't get no snare in my headphones. It's like if we put a little Dida behind this, <laughs> this would fucking bump. He fucking stole a chess piece and acts like he's gonna make money off that. He gets so into like remixing that he's actually like, dude, fuck the jigs. <laughs> I think I could just be a producer. <laughs> the Detroit rap scene, like, it's just fucking ripe for the pig. I can make this happen. Absolutely. Fucking pig mask. We get the origination. Yep. There's the chlorophyll in there, right? Yep. <laughs> I mean, we can't rewind it because it's a commentary, but right after he drugs Cecil, the happiest middle-aged Asian woman I in know. What was that scene? I, 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 have, I don't remember that at all. What was the purpose of that cut? Again, when you only have 32 days to film, here's the crazy thing. 32 days to film this, that means they need to get multiple scenes in per day, which is kind of crazy. What do you think this no, is? Like exactly. 100, 105 scenes, probably? That's Yeah, that's an impressive workload, honestly. You almost have to have a second unit director that's like doing more than just plates. They and, probably do. Yeah, yeah, they would have to. 
I mean, the thing with these movies, though, I feel like they probably just film a ton and and they just have a generic way to go. And then it's all about the post-production. I did read post-production took two months. So yeah. like you said, it's probably like, hey, like just get us as much footage as you can and we'll fucking figure it out. You and I know from our talent show video, you can do amazing things in the edit room. <laughs> I mean, it was all us. That's true. He, he, I remember, I, what I, and I respect about this scene and what I enjoy about it. This is the first trap, right? This is the first trap we're seeing ever. Yeah. And we see it as a very human trap. He, he makes errors. He does not make it as strong as he should have. Which is great too. And obviously he's working out his methodology. Like maybe in his head, he was like, every time I trap these people, I'll be sitting here talking to them too. You know? Yeah. Words like, and he realized. I'm sorry, I was going to say, you might have said the same thing. He realized, like, they need to figure this stuff out for themselves. Well, I was also thinking he might might come to a realization, too, that, oh, fuck, they can get out of this. And I can't be sitting here talking to them. Because <laughs> uh, if they're strong enough to get out of it, they might be strong enough to get me because I'm 800,000 years old. He's getting, okay, I think he's getting older every time, though. <laughs> I did read uh, these knives were made out of wood. Oh, interesting. Um, which this is a tough effect because as he's trying to push his face through them, they'd have the blood that comes out, which I don't know how they even pull that off. So this is obviously me just making shit up. I feel like obviously you'd come out scarred and you'd come out fucked up, but I feel like you could do this or I, you know, we could do this. It'd be terrible. <sighs> Man, but this of is all a the, tough of, one. Of all the traps... You just have to go as fast as you can and not think about it. And it would be horrifying. It would be horrifying. I'm not saying that. But if you just go, I don't know. I mean, I'm saying this. Yeah, I'd have, like, to, I'd have to analyze this one a little bit. This one, though, there's really no time constraint, right? Like, his wrists only bleed when he moves, correct? Yeah. Yeah. But how long can you, you know, that move, I guess? Yeah. But you can't do this one slow. I guess that's my biggest point. Man. Like, just... Fucking go, it will be awful and you'll have scars for life. But yeah, to save your own life, I think we could I think I could do it. So no, another, don't test me. Please don't test me on this. Someone at home's like cycly, I don't worry, we'll figure this out. I and, will call you out. <laughs> um another thing I was wondering in the fur I think it's the first saw, they sing or t- I think it's tap. Which one's Danny Glover? Tap. Um he talks about how Jigsaw always, eh, always mm, watches. He's going too slow, bro. Yeah, that's the problem. He talks about how Jigsaw always watches his victims. Yep. But I think that that, th- and this isn't a plot hole because Tap has been dead, presumably, although his fate supposedly is tied up in the video game, which I still am interested in reading more about. But I digress. Uh, as he gets Hoffman and Amanda involved, like all those ones in like the hotel with Rig and that, like they're not watching. Do they count Rig as basically like there's always eyes on the person is the point. Right? Yeah. Ugh. There are, there should be, yeah. Cause he, there was always, that was their clue. And originally when they finally first realized it was the same person was like, they always found that hole. Oh, fuck that. Jesus. Oh, razor wire. Yeah, see, that would suck. It's a tough way to go. It is a tough way to go. But he's going to be like, I didn't murder him. He fell. He tripped and fell into that. 
It's like, I hate to do this. I spilt beer all on my shirt, so I'm going to have to do the rest of this movie shirtless. Oh, my God. You did talk about a dream come true. Right? This is what I've always The wanted. listeners at home are like, thank God this is not a video <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I, I, I'm just more curious how you did that. So I had just opened a brand new beer, and we were so into the movie. I was thinking it was my old beer that (laughs) very, very empty. And as I brought it to my mouth, how does Brian Banner do this all the time? Pod shirtless. I feel very (laughs) weird. You're very aware of yourself. I don't want to, I mean, as a lawyer, you're probably on my side. Did, how can they keep Jill here this long? I mean, like what? They're not, if they're not detaining her, I don't. I mean, the I didn't see it. Like they just questioning her because if she's not being detained, she can has the right to go whenever she wants. Well, and to her point, why did they go grab her anyway? She's like, guys, I've been here a million times. You have a hundred hours of interrogation. For yeah, her. if they think she has information, like to like save a life or something like that, they can only hold her. They have to have reasonable like cause here, but and, you know they can say, oh, if they can prove it, they only have a limited time to prove it though. So. I don't know how much time so, has gone by. Gideon, was that going to be the name of their child? Ooh, I don't know. Because So I've always wondered, Billy the Puppet, does he call the puppet Billy because that was going to be their kid's name? Or was that just like what they, the pet name they had given it? Obviously, Fuck. it was going to be a... I've, I feel, I've watched these movies too many times and I don't know that. I feel like there is a direct answer to why it's named... I mean, maybe you missed it in this movie. Uh, fuck. So one thing, we brought this up probably in the first three Saw commentaries. The great thing they do, this isn't even the third act right here. We're in the last ten minutes. The score starts to sort of like oh my God. the background. Build. Not the main score, the one that we all come our pants over. But like, you know, you and I just sort of inherently, you kind of lean forward in your chair a little bit. You're like, yo, this is yep. this is where Saw makes their money. Yeah. I was just going to say the exact same thing. Like, you can tell. Everyone kind of reshifts their chair. Mm-hmm. It's a little more straight, and they know what's going on. Because they know they're in for whatever, whatever the story is, something's about to change. And as much as you've been paying attention, you miss something. And it's weird because pacing-wise, I feel like all these movies slow down a lot in the second act and even the beginning of the third act. But again, like that last 10 minutes, it's something that, that all the directors have been able to sort of uniformly... Oh, God. And now that knowing the twist, this looks exactly Here we like go. Yep. Yeah. This is be a perfect time to get the sync of the third and fourth one together. Mm-hmm. So that's the clue that Jeff finds when he wakes up, right, in that box? Yeah, because didn't you and, and we I still don't know it. Well, you and I talked about if Saw three would have lasted literally ten seconds longer, it would have made no sense. Three people would have burst in the room. You would have been like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yep, exactly. That's why it's. That's why I'm glad. Like you, when you said that at the beginning of this uh, commentary, that they almost ended episode three or sorry, episode three, uh, <laughs> Saw three with the autopsy. I'm like, it it, it would have fast forwarded you know, it would have skipped over the lot, the ending of this movie. So, you know, I think they made the right decision and we still, and what I love about this and we're still, we think we're going to get a twist to this movie. We don't realize we're about to get a twist to two movies, which is 
such persistence that you don't you can't get anywhere else. I mean, like, how can you do that? To get well, what if you hadn't seen Saw Three? I mean, that's a big risk. Yeah, very, very much so. And I think for you and I, I always try to think like, okay, when you and I saw this in theaters, like, what were we thinking at this point? And I think when I saw the last one, like, judge as I judge. I was thinking, okay, that was Jeff from Saw 3, but we're not at all thinking this is happening concurrent to those events, you know? Yep. I'm like, oh, okay, they found, like, the warehouse from the last one. That's kind of cool. Yeah. No, I feel like we're still thinking this is months later. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what we have zero reason, obviously there are hints now, but when you're watching this for the first time, there, there's zero reason to, to understand what's happening. And then we see, I want to say... The guy's name is Art Blank, this lawyer, but that's the mm-hmm. owner of the Falcons, so it's probably... <laughs> it's, it's definitely... It could be. I don't know. It could be him. <laughs> He's like, look, I have the draft in three weeks I have to work on, so we could fucking get this. See, yeah, and now we get his tape. I think it's bullshit. I'm like, again, because we, we realize this isn't Jigsaw anymore. He he won his first test, and now he has to do another. Right. And then and okay. I remember, okay, you and I are sitting next to each other. And all of a sudden, Jeff shows up, and we're like, what the fuck? Are they just doing one of their random flashbacks? Yeah. You yeah, still don't like, even realize it. Because I think they're trying – this is where I'm like – they're trying to tell us, like, hey, this hallway that Hoffman's walking down, this is where yep. Jeff was last minute. This is the same place. You are not realizing that this is happening at the same time. Fucking mad respect. It takes – whatever you think of these movies, whether they're poorly written, low budget, poor acted – this takes so much creativity to come up with this shit. Well, the one thing I like about this twist, too, is that, and again, this this sometimes could be annoying, but they didn't put all their eggs in the timeline basket. Like, Hoffman being involved is a pretty big twist, too. But I actually don't give a fuck really about that when I see the timeline twist, because to me, that's... No. But, I mean, is there ever been a timeline twist in, in a sequel? Because, like I said, I, I already said this, but I have to reiterate it because I respect it so much that it's a big risk. Even if you saw saw three once you are giving it to a fan base that you're hoping they remember. Not every, uh, especially when it's a movie that comes out once a year. So I think right now you and I kind of figured out what was going on. We were like, Holy shit. I think we started freaking out here. Yeah. So, I can't even remember. In Saw 3, are there cops hunting looking for Lynn Denlin being missing? Where she gone see such a, She's gone for such a short period. Like, she got kidnapped from the night shift and probably dies at, like, 5 a.m., right? Yeah, I think so. I think you're exactly right. Or if we do, we don't see it, even if it is happening. I, I remember watching this and still being like, wait, what is happening? Are they just trying to throw me off? Okay, so how does Amanda die again? Does Jeff, Jeff shoot her, right? Her. Yep. Okay, so that's Jeff when the door her. closes automatically because Jeff yeah. would be fucked up. Yeah. And is Rig in the same place, just like a different... Different area, yeah. These buildings were massive. They kept showing it throughout the movie is how massive these industrial buildings were. Ugh. Yeah, this is where Rig just... Oh, this is death. Oh, oh, fuck. You know what's happening. Honestly, dude, I've, I've been hungover and had headaches that felt like that. Honestly, that's probably the best way to die because... It truly is. You don't even know what's you're happening. You're gone. You're gone. If I'm dying like that, I just want to go fast. It's the, it's the long ones 
the drawn out ones that I hate. This, this is the daughter, right? Yeah. Oh, no, no, not yet. Not yet. He's, now he's in the room. He's about to find the daughter. See, this is 10 seconds. Ugh. And if you're Jeff, I mean, I kind of don't blame you. The night you've had, I would think that that guy's involved, too. Yeah, absolutely. But but I said, that's what your point was. If this movie lasted 10 seconds longer, Saw 3, then you would have gotten that scene. You've been so confused. It does kind of suck um, for Jeff, too, because like he spends the whole... Basically, like he's looking for a way to get his daughter out the whole night, and he—I know he fucks up at the end, but like really, just there's really no reason Strom and, and him should have had that interaction. He should have been mm. able to save his daughter, but everybody just—and it goes back to the whole like Jigsaw acts. He thinks he's a good person. I oh. love that he's fucking testing you, and he just—is the the bells right now? Yep. God damn it. Still maybe one of the top. I mean, there's a there it, it is a top. I don't think you can overrate it, dude. I like if you want to talk about a score that elicits an emotion, I'll put this ahead of like the Superman theme and probably even like Indiana Jones. Because those I mean, are to me it is up there with the Lord of the Rings, the Star Wars, the Harry Potters. Like I'm not saying they're equal in movies, but in terms of what the main themes ugh. have the power of them and what they give to the viewer. It is incredible. It's insane. And the way it slowly builds. Yeah. yeah. And then the, I always love that this is a tradition. They always keep going, like the recap. And then you're sitting here watching the recap and you're like, oh, oh, I, how the fuck did I not get this? It's so cool because it like it shows you the movie basically in hindsight. Where it's like all the little things you missed mm-hmm. make sense at the end. And then, yeah, and you're like, wait, he's alive? And you still don't even, oh, and then you're like, oh, no, he's, he's, he's the bad guy. Now. And if we're being honest, this is them, like, setting up the next three movies, which I'm it's totally fine. But the timeline twist was so fucking cool that I, the Hoffman thing I'm, I'm interested in, but I was like, I'm still so blown away by what you guys just did with time that I can't even wrap my head around this. Yep, that's, that's what makes it. That's, you're completely right. And they do with Hoffman. They go a couple more movies, but they still we still technically have three slash four more movies after this, mm-hmm. and and they don't really leave the Jigsaw timeline like too much. Like Jigsaw, it, Tobin Bill Bell is still the main villain, and you know you you could understand if they just kept the franchise going and there's a new guy, but they they kept he's in every single movie, and. Whether they're great or not, that, that's a different conversation. You have to respect that. Oh, I just realized, okay, so when the pig mask is hanging up behind him, we originally think that he's being kidnapped by the pig mm-hmm. in that shot. Okay. But he's that, but it wasn't the case. Yeah. Yeah, Rig bleeds out. Yeah, and then now he then Hoffman goes to the other side of the building because he doesn't know. That's kind of why he has that look. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know what's transpired. Well, yeah, if I remember right, Saw Five in the beginning. Fuck, what's the one where he ends up in the glass case? It's the fifth. It's the next one. Is it the fifth one? I think. Okay, 
Because that's how he kills Strom. He kind of Strom doesn't. He didn't see him physically close the door. Because the fifth one, Strom is it, gets is out. It, it, yeah. But he's very suspicious of Hoffman the whole time, if I remember. Right. It might. Be, I can't remember if it's five or six, but fuck, I love it. Like I love it. He is a. He's dead the whole movie. And you're right, man. I'm so glad they never went paranormal. They never went like twin. I mean, there's so many bad options. They like yeah. low hanging fruit they could have taken. And you and I each year were so because this is before you could like really research a movie before you saw it. We were so worried they would do that, and they didn't. I mean, how many horror franchises did like even the original Halloween? That like we, we talked about that on Halloween. Uh, Halloween two or three goes like weird. They like witches are involved, and yeah, the third Halloween it's like masks possess people. Or yeah, something. like people don't talk about it anymore because it's so ridiculous. But people, that's what happened to these franchises that they were making money, and so they just kept it going without any idea. And and I'm I mean again we can talk about the conversation of how Saw maybe went a little too long or whatever. But you know what? Again, I'll say this over and over again. I will give them $7 every time to just watch it. I don't give a fuck. It's worth it. It's entertaining. Yeah. You and I always said, we're Sawheads. You put a movie out, we'll go see it. So that is Saw 4. Cycle. we continue our tradition every Halloween of doing another Saw. Um, now that we've had... So this is, I think, a definitive point in the franchise, right? The first four movies are sort of like one chapter, because Jigsaw, because three and four are concurrent... He's definitively gone now. This is probably the first half of it. How do you evaluate these now, what, like 15 years later? So I still feel like the first four, and again, this redeemed three. I think that was, you and I had that conversation when we left the theater when we, you know, 12 years ago or whatever this was. And we said how much more we respected Saw 3. I rewatched, I mean, Saw 5, 6, and 7. I remember being, you know, still enjoying them. I did a rewatch a few years ago, and I remember, I think I texted you. I was like, you know what? Saw 5, 6, and 7 are a lot better than I remember. Yeah? And and, and it was kind of one of those things that I was like, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Saw 4 is probably a perfect ending. It, this would have been a great ending, but you know they weren't going to do it. They were making too much money. I, I, I don't know. I, I just feel genuinely like there's not a lot of franchises that did what saw did. And so I respect it. And, and I know it's not going to win everyone over. It's not, but uh, yeah, this was, this is probably the peak though. This was the peak. I don't think we get anything as good afterwards. Yeah, you're right. Although I don't think it dips. Like it's not like the bell curve drops too low at the end, but yeah, this is, I guess now that uh, jigsaw came out and we're not going to get spiral this year, unfortunately. Um, but this is the halfway point. Yeah. So we're 50% of the way there. I can tell you really quickly, I did not think we were going to get three or four movies after watching this one. (laughs) I actually want to go look at the box. I think the reason this franchise could continue is that they just don't cost a lot of money to make. No. So it's really, really hard for them, almost impossible to lose money. I'm pretty sure I get, I'm not basing this off anything. This is just memory. Pretty sure the first one only made like only cost like one or two million and made a hundred million. That in itself paid for the rest of the movies. Yeah, basically. Right. I mean, so like, who cares? Break even or lose like four or five million for the next like four films, and you'd still be yeah 
pretty I don't think, and this is probably something we'll talk about next time, I don't think any of the movies lost money ever. They might not have made much, maybe a million or two. Probably. But, yeah. But and I anyway. Remember, I, I, I think, no surprise, Jigsaw probably had the highest budget, but I remember thinking, like, you don't need, you clearly don't need to do that. What are, we're, are we just, like, gratuitously spending money? Yeah. We, we, I will take a Saw, original Saw, and, and that, at that budget, over and over again, if yeah. you give me that kind of quality. Yeah, I don't need to see, like, lasers, which we eventually <laughs> see. I won't tell you which movie. Oh, <laughs> All right, for our legal counsel, Ronnie Cycli, I'm the mayor, Jeff Hornacek. We are the Bro4 Squad podcast. Thank you guys for checking us out. Happy Halloween. We'll see you next Halloween for Saw 5. Until then, type in Bro for Squad as three separate words on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, and Letterboxd. You'll find us there. Follow us on Twitter at Bro for Squad and check out our website, BroForSquad.com. Till next time, we want to play a game. Does he say that in this movie? I, I, I don't know. I don't know, actually. How did we miss that?